Or another thing for Adam, naming a, the white cop in the movie James Coffee. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's the big selling point. You get Coffee and Kareem. I love that play on words. I was telling Sarah exactly. about yes. it all week leading up. I'm like, can't wait to watch Coffee and Kareem. And then, like, the day came, and I'm like, I'm watching Coffee and Cream. Or she's like, you mean Kareem? I'm like, I fucking forgot the name already. Oh, my God. That's funny. <laughs> Coffee and Creamer. <laughs> There's the name of the episode. <laughs> Welcome to Movie Toast News and Reviews. This will be another review episode. My name is Tommy. I am your special guest host for today. With me, as always, is my co-host, Adam. Now, when you say special, what do you mean by special? Special meaning just for today. All right. Thank you for clarifying. You're welcome. Also, another co-host, we have Corey. Hello. And yet another co-host. We have Dennis. Hey, Toasters. We got the quadruple co-hosting going on today. You guys want me to start off? Sure, sure. The movie that I'm going to be reviewing, I know this is not usual for the host to start, but you guys know I love talking. (laughs) You never. Never. So the movie I'm going to be reviewing for this episode is called Limitless. Came out in 2011. Hmm. Starring Bradley Cooper. What is Limitless about? I'm so glad you asked me that. Uh, With the help of a mysterious pill that enables the user to access 100% of his brain abilities, a struggling writer becomes a financial wizard. But it also puts him in a new world with lots of dangers. That's courtesy of IMDb. Now let me explain in my own words what the movie's about. You see this guy, Bradley Cooper. He's got hair like me. All like long and just that looks like it needs a comb. He's not shaven, really just down on his luck, kind of. We're talking about Bradley. When we jumped in, I thought Bradley Cooper was in the show (laughs) when I started up the video. And he's got a book deal. However, he's got writer's block and he's really behind in his work. His girlfriend breaks up with him because he's going nowhere. Anyways, the ex-brother-in-law joins him for a cup of coffee. And while they're drinking, he's like, hey, I got this thing that's going to help you write your book and he explains what the pill is is called nz17 or something like that and he said you know how the the rumor is that we only access 20 percent of our brain well this pill lets you access it all damn and then he basically as he's walking back he forgets about the pill he reaches for his keys sees the pill and goes what's the worst that could happen he's already basically at the bottom the lowest uh, that he's been ever so he said what the hell you know, I think a lot of us have been there at that point before, maybe. I know I have. And so he's just like, why not try it? And then the rest of the movie is just him dealing with the, I would say, after effects and consequences and benefits of taking this pill. Dealing with pharmaceutical companies, gang people that are affiliated with drugs, selling drugs and stuff like that. And it's a roller coaster. Hmm. of a movie i really enjoyed it i've watched it a couple times back when it came out and then it just kind of haven't seen it since and watched it last night it was amazing they did a cbs procedural on this and in the pilot bradley cooper played his his character now he's like the mayor of the governor of the city oh wow and he warns the guy don't fuck with these pills i think of course 
<laughs> um, so Bradley Cooper's father at the time that they were filming the movie was ill with terminal cancer. And so Cooper was relieved that the movie was shot in his hometown of Philadelphia so that he could be closer to his dad every day and check in. Interesting one here, though. Shia LaBeouf was originally cast as Bradley Cooper's character, but had to drop out after badly injuring his left hand in a car accident. I could see Shia LaBeouf playing Eddie Mora. I feel like it'd be a different movie, but I feel like it'd be a good movie. There's no way it would have made as much money. I can tell you that right now. Just putting Bradley Cooper's face in the poster of that thing, <laughs> yeah. that alone is going to get a lot more people. Because this that was around the Hangover, like after Hangover One, right? Or this is after Hangover. 2011. Yeah. yeah. Wait, That's funny because I watched the Hangover. Oh shit! Oh <laughs> yeah, so a then, double Cooper kind of day. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. let's let's uh, use that as a transition over to uh, Corey. What did you see this week? <laughs> I watched all three hangovers again. Nice. Oh, I, I'm just going to do them all in one go because yeah, I wanted to see if the second and the third one were still as crappy as I thought they were when they came <laughs> oh, out. No. Yes. And they are. I feel um, like uh, you guys are on the same page. Me and Tommy are on the same page. That's uh, guys like the second and third hangover. They're tolerable. I love all the hangovers. No, that's Adam. You worded it best. They're tolerable, but but the They're third has the John Goodman, so I like that a lot. <sighs> you, you're I think the second one is the setting. most underrated of the three. It's pretty underrated, but let's I see what watched, Corey has to say. Sorry, I watched all three of them, and the first <laughs> one actually, I don't. I think I watched the director's cut or the extended edition of the first one because hmm. the pacing was all off and it Uh-oh. ran slower, and there were scenes in there I didn't really remember. Uh. Okay. First one, first one holds up as long as you watch the theatrical edition. Don't now, watch the did, extended edition. Did the jokes just go too long and dragged out, or was it? Yeah, like- the scenes lingered, and the jokes they did were not funny or huh. gross. Way yeah. over the top. Or awkward. It wasn't. They extended the scenes in the beginning with the dad, and you have a lot of improv actors that are you know all together so i feel like that's what shooting it it. like yeah (laughs) yeah it seemed like they they did a lot of improv and they in the movie they had enough sense to originally to cut them out but then for the extended edition they just took the best take or something and that's just i don't know what they did but Mm. that's what it seemed like the first one's still good um man the things you could get away with saying just in 2009 when this came out that you just cannot even say anymore is it wrong when you first said that i was picturing paging dr uh, Stu. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. that one and there's a there's a bunch of them and um it's still funny as long as you have a sense of humor you don't take things too seriously yeah second and third one's still bad it's still bad <laughs> um uh, and- for, for those living under a rock want to give a summary of what they're about um, the first two movies are about these four guys who do, um, well, the first one they do roofies accidentally. They have a crazy, <laughs> they have a crazy night and the next morning they have to do, uh, they have to do like a detective kind of thing to figure out what they did the night before. And it's ridiculous. In order uh, to they, find the groom. They, they, and to find uh, the groom. Yeah. yeah. And they wake up with like a chicken and a lion and like a baby in their bedroom. <laughs> Um, classic 
And the second one, they do the same thing, but in Bangkok. And then in the third one, it becomes a action movie, an mm-hmm. action adventure. Still a mystery, but not funny, and it doesn't follow the premise of the first two. It is oddly dark. Third one, That's the a third weird one, definitely. Movie. Yeah, it just the it's second like and third movie. ones are obviously to make more money. And I know they always say Bradley Cooper doesn't want to be there. It looks like he doesn't want to be there. He definitely doesn't want to be there for this. Seriously? You don't think so? No way. You don't think he likes being in like Thailand and Mexico? I mean, maybe, maybe he's his time. shooting them. But <laughs> Is it he, noticeable that he's just miserable? or He's just, I mean, his characters are reduced to him just being like a, a grumpy old man. And I don't. I don't know That's if they waste. wrote him like down or Oops. he just Sorry, didn't who? want to do it. Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper. Oh, the limitless Is, guy. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. he seems and, in the first one, he seems so much more like this is a dude who's hungover, who's trying desperately to accomplish his goal. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the other ones are just like, you're right. It, uh, you know, when he's in Bangkok, it's like, fuck. Now we got this to do. Like, but every mm-hmm. scene, I don't know. But it's also been a while since I've seen it. The first movie opens up with a picture of his face in the desert on the phone (laughs) saying we fucked up. Mm. You know, it's just, it's so much more. I I don't, it's, I think it's just better written, written better. And he kind of knows that he, he starts off by like saying that fucking, um, I forget his name, Zach Galifianakis character. He's like, Oh, you roofied us again. Didn't you? (laughs) He already knows what the fuck happened. Yeah. We've been here. We've done that. That leads to an interesting uh, trivia from the third movie. Uh, Bradley Cooper, Ed Helms, and Zach Galifianakis had to be convinced to do the third film wow. since they believed the storyline had lost its appeal. However, they agreed after getting paid on the back end as well as their $15 million salary uh, to do the third film as long as there wasn't a fourth film. Shit. Nice. Well, there you go. Yeah, well, there you go. Get in too. And they all stated that the first film was their favorite. Oh, yeah, easily. So would you say the first one's a green light and the other two are like major red lights or is it yeah, yellow light that, material? That's or? what I'd say. I'd, say I'd pretend the second and third one don't exist. Shit. Now, if they weren't the hangover, do you think they'd be good? If different characters, different actors? Nope. Wow. <laughs> I mean, like, the second one is a rehashing of the first one. And like, okay, for example, they did Bridesmaids, which is basically someone being like, what about a girl version of the hangover? And I and everyone loves that movie, and I don't even like that movie. I'm with you on that. It's a rehash. It's a re. It's the same thing. So to answer your question very directly, no, because that's happened, and I don't like the movie that did it. I don't know. I would. I would like to argue. Bridesmaids has a little bit more heart to it. There's a little more emotion. The, the brow of the comedy is definitely in the same place, but mm. it's there isn't quite as much heart in Hangover. Of course, there. You know, you have the the bonding between these friends, and they find their they find the groom and all that stuff. But I, I just feel like bridesmaids goes a different enough direction for, at least for me personally, I just had to throw that out there, but I do, I do totally see the parallels, especially since they weren't that far apart when they came out. And then yeah. in the hangover three, we bring in uh, it's three, right? Where we bring in Melissa McCarthy into the movie hangover. Yeah. Oh yes, that's right. Yep. Who's Melissa McCarthy? Oh, she's yeah. the uh, she mom's in that, broker the lady. Shop. <laughs> Fine. Hey, yeah. mom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the, the the baby from the first movie. 
was oh Ghostbusters back. lady. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you were asking General <laughs> Melissa McCarthy was. Yeah, yeah. I just forgot. Oh, oh my okay. spy or whatever. Spy. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Uh, the baby from the first movie was brought back as the toddler in the third movie. Huh. Oh yeah, cool. I think that was. Oh, did you guys know Zach Galifianakis wore a prosthetic belly for the third movie because he had lost so much weight in 2012? I believe that. Yeah, he did get That's fit cool. after like the first or second movie. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. That's interesting. I did not know that. Uh, the thing that I always think of when I when I watch the first one is the fact that Todd Phillips wanted Lindsay Lohan as the stripper. And she turned really? it down. Yeah. How much Whoa. do you think she like is kicking herself in the ass? She could have had a comeback. Right. I still think Heather Graham was. Oh, I yeah. think she oh. did it better. Perfect yeah. fit. The original script for the second Hangover, Zach Galifianakis' character was meant to have his beard shaved instead of his head, and oh. Zach Galifianakis said, "Nope, not." Gonna yeah. Good call. Hair <laughs> was a drastic change enough. So. Now, Corey, I know I'm beating a dead horse here. I think I know the answer, but. Was there anything slightly redeemable in part two or part three or nothing that even got you? Mm. No. Okay. (laughs) So then, uh, Dennis, what, uh, do you got a movie to share for us? Actually, if, if, um, Mr. Hart is up for it, I think we're, we can tag team. Oh, we're going to double team. Yeah. I was waiting for this. Yeah. All right. Well, what you guys got for me? We are both bringing to the table Netflix release. Coffee and Kareem. So Ed Helms is just has recently started dating Taraji's character. They're living in Detroit. He's a cop. Um, she's a, a nurse in the hospital. And she's got a 12-year-old son that he's a little apprehensive of his mom dating some white cop. And he's he likes to think he's kind of a thug in his class. And he <laughs> talks a lot of big game. What decides you know what, I'm going to scare this cop away. I'm going to hire a real gangster to fuck him up for me and get yeah. him out of my mom and our lives. Because initially, Officer Coffee was waiting in his car for the boy Kareem to go to school. Him and his mom start fucking. And the door's not closed in their room, and there's a fucking flash. Something runs by the door, and then Officer Coffee's like, is Kareem home? And she's like, no, he's at school. And he just keeps saying, Kareem, Kareem. And like she's in, she's like, can you stop saying my son's name when you're inside of me? And like, pretty much the boy saw the two fucking, and he's like, nope, you're not gonna do that. And he's just telling his friend all about how he's gonna get revenge on him. Wow. So he has Officer Coffee pick him up at school because he's gonna pick something up from a friend of his. And they're in like a seedy part of town, and uh, he's going in to meet the friend, but it's this rapper who became like a drug pusher. The boy walks in, he's live streaming. He's like, hey, you guys know this is your boy Kareem, uh, that, that white guy that's fucking my mama. I'm going to get revenge on him. So he goes in and he witnesses a cop tied to a chair and being shot and killed. And then they notice the boy's there. And after some gunshots go off, Officer Coffee goes in and we realize he's not that great a cop. No, <laughs> he's a terrible <laughs> cop. Uh, early on, you see him get demoted to being a traffic cop in a neighborhood that doesn't have any traffic. Was the kid pretty funny? Yeah, oh, he was yeah. hilarious, I thought. Yeah, I would say there's only a couple times where when he really needed to be acting, mm. that it kind of, eh. But the comedic stuff, he handled like a champ. Pretty much the boy is a badass. At home, teaches him you don't always have to be a badass. Okay, so I, since a hangover, I liked Ed Helms in The Hangover in 2009 and i liked him a lot in cedar rapids in 2011 
and ever since 2011, which for those of you who don't know what year it is, it's 2020. For the last nine years, <laughs> I've been trying to find an Ed Helms movie that doesn't suck hardcore. Is that this movie? Yeah. There's a lot of individual things that are really funny in the movie. I liked they, the cast was surprising. I had mm-hmm. no idea Betty Gilpin and David Allen Greer were in yep. it as well. Uh, but I mean, I feel like this is probably the best Ed Helms movie that we've had in some time. Because like, he's not he's not a character we've seen, mm-hmm. I feel like. Oh, okay. You got any Tommy's trivia? There's only two. I think there might be more trivia later, but there's only two items in the trivia. And it says the captain's name is Walter Hill, who's the mm-hmm. director of 48 Hours, um, which also features a white cop and a black sidekick. And then the second item is three of the posters are similar to posters of 48 Hours, uh, Beverly Hills Cop, and Die Hard. Huh, that's kind of cool. Oh, cop movies that are good. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> In this movie, I feel like we're going to have similar answers, Adam, for our, our ratings. But it's not like uh, rush out and see this thing that's definitely going to make you laugh for 90 minutes. It was funny. I'll, I'll was... give it a yellow light, but I will say it's more refreshing than all yes. the other movies that Netflix has been releasing. Like, I feel like they're, every movie they're bringing out right now is more action more serious, more drama. Oh, more drama, yeah. Yeah, and this is like a lighthearted, if you want to laugh right now in the quarantine times, you can. Can I, can I call mine a, a yellow light with, like, just a slight tinge of green? Like, <laughs> if you're, yeah. if, if this I, is something you were, lo- like, it really depends on your taste and what you're in. All right, all right let's do this. I'm going to say it's a green light. On my end, you can call it a yellow light on your end. People can meet in the middle, and it'll average out to that little tinge. Yeah. Okay. It's like I, <laughs> I thought it was funny. I had no expectation going into it either. Just all I did was literally watch the trailer right before starting it. But yeah, it's it's a yellow light as to try to cover all the bases. Let's let's put it that way. I all was right. looking forward to this one personally. I saw the trailer. I'm like, ah, Ed Helms. Like Corey <laughs> said, I haven't seen a good Ed Helms movie in years. I'm like, this actually looks like it could be one. And in my opinion, it paid off. All right. Anyone else have any any last things they'd like to add? Please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Discord, Reddit, at movie underscore toast. Uh, Really get at us. Right now we're running a series. If you got a favorite movie and you want to talk about it, hit us up. We might have you on a YouTube show. Ooh. There you go. Yeah, come check it out, folks. Great. All right. Well, uh, that's it for today. Uh, Stay tuned for our next episode. And uh, you guys stay healthy. And Dennis? Stay toasty. There we go. That's not forced at all anymore. Mm